Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. I'm Ann Ortley. I'm in a pink dress, and I'm sitting at the bright red desk, so we have a little conflict here today with the dress and the desk. And today is May 17, 2020. Uh, but it is a day where we are due to expand into the world and to go, yeah, let me go do something. Nice, juicy little moon in, Pi- in uh, Pisces earlier today, and now it's gone into Aries. So we're really feeling our, we're really feeling our red. Um, and we have the moon in Aries for the next couple of days, and we have then a nice Taurus moon, and we finish up the week with the Gemini moon. Moon is running a little slow, so we're going to have nice long days with the moon in the same sign, which is always fun because we really get to know the energy. So the moon in Aries <clears throat> wants to be fast and speedy and combative, and the moon in Taurus is all about the love and the food and the chocolate and the... You know, a little stubborn on a bad day. And then the Gemini moon, chat, 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 learn, 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 knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. So, you know, that's our week. Um, And we had last week, which was a little turbulent with all the planets stopping and moving backwards. And we also had a lot of, whenever planets station, it kind of like they dig up stuff, you know. (laughs) Like we're like, really, are we doing that again? Is that story back? Wow. So it was a week for that. And it also Mercury changed signs and went out of Taurus into Gemini where he's much more about, you know, communication and connection. Remember, Mercury's moving really fast right now. And Mars, of course, went into Pisces. That was on Wednesday. And that's the one I've been watching. I've been watching the Mars, right? Because when Mercury was in Pisces, January, February, March, during the Mercury retrograde, that was when the virus spread. And with Mars going into Pisces for two whole months, Mars is the one that we take action with, Right. I'm like, okay, let's watch that, watch those numbers, let's watch those numbers. It also makes everybody feel much more emotionally labile. You know, I really like that word labile. Some people, someone once said to me, it's labile. I'm like, all right, what it's like, aluminum, aluminum, you know the word. Very juicy and movie and swift. And if you've ever had fish, you've ever snorkeled, you had fish in your fish tank, and you have a little bunch of guppies, and they all suddenly zip along, and then they zip in another direction, and then they zip in a back. Or you're swimming with the fish, and like you're in the middle of a fish bunch. I don't know what a bunch of fish is. It's not a herd. School. You're in a school of fish, and suddenly they all turn, and they go in a new direction, and you're kind of like, okay, who gave the orders? It's like, I didn't hear anything. Of course, we don't talk. I don't talk fish. Maybe some of you do. But, yeah, so it's like very swirly. And Mars is in a very swirly time. You know, he's like... So it's slippery, too, like a fish. Energy, the information, everything is a little slippery. So, you know, if you've ever walked across a rock, you know, it gets moss on it. You're in a river in the rock, walking across the rocks, and the and the rocks are just a little slippery because they have... Or even on the ocean, you know, they have the stuff growing on them, the seaweed or the mold or the... It's that kind of energy, right? So everything's a little slippery. That's good. We're feeling like we can flow again. We're feeling like we can move again. We're feeling like we can do stuff. But he's in the same sign that Mercury was when he caused all that trouble <clears throat> back in January, February, March. And now he's Mars is doing it, right? Mars, Mars watched Mercury, and he went, oh, that looks like fun. <laughs> and now he's doing it. So we're really feeling... You know, like moving. I mean, I went out and did a long walk today. You know, I had to go to the drugstore, and then I had to go to the grocery store, and then I went to the bank. 
And that's probably more than I've been out of my house in two months. And I passed my two months of lockdown on uh, March 16th. I locked down. So, I mean, I ran out to the grocery store like once a week, not even over the last two months. And this was like, okay, it's a nice day. I've got to go to the drugstore, get some drugs. Um, not anything bad, of course, but I was out. And then I thought, I think I'll go to the grocery store. And I've been running to the little bodega next to me. And I have friends who do Instacart. And I thought, I ordered a bunch of stuff in Instacart. And I thought, no, I want to go pick it out on the shelves myself. (laughs) Mars, Mars, we need the freedom. We need to move. But just be clear. You know, I put on my N95 mask. I went out the door. Smelled a little bad. I'd never worn that one before. I'd worn the other one, the little surgical mask. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a forward motion kind of week, but going backwards. Remember, all the planets stopped last week. They're all going back to January. And when we watch uh, Mario Cuomo, or in a, calling him Mario, Andrew Cuomo's maps, he draws these little lines, we're back to March. You know, he draws, like, we're going back to the future. So it's it's a real interesting energy and swirly and slippery and un- maybe a little unclear, a little unclear. And that's okay. That is where... We have a lot of aspects with Neptune this week, right? And so Neptune is the planet of delusion and illusion and uh, sometimes sadness, you know, because Neptune has a sadness. I got some sad news today that, you know, a woman I've loved for many years, uh, known her for, I met her in 98 when I went to work at Pepsi, and she was my top programmer. I mean, Ellen could solve you know, you'd, call, you'd just say, Ellen, and she'd go, got it. You know, she was one of those. Super Virgo with a lovely Pisces moon, very kind woman. And she's dying right now. She's down in a hospice in Florida and dying, not of COVID, of cancer, but still, uh, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a sad time, but a, it's an aware time. And I think a lot of, with Mars and Pisces, a lot of us are going to feel a little bit like, as we go out and we look at the world and we, you know, Pisces is that time when you're waiting for spring to come. You don't, it isn't here yet. So you're kind of like in the edges. It's on the ethers. You know, George Harrison was a Pisces. Eric Clapton was a Pisces. Remember his song, Tears from Heaven? You know, it, it's a little bit of a melancholy energy. It's it's a moving forward. It's a fish, but it's a little, it's got a little tinge of, of endings or sadness. And, and a lot of people are like, you know, what is what is normal going to be? What's the new, you know, I want to go back to normal. No. I don't think that's happening, people. We've you Any of you that have had a Pluto transit, who've talked to me or any other astrologer just went through it, you know that after a Pluto transit, you're on the other side. The old life isn't there anymore. You, and you can't go back. The new life is coming. You don't know what it is. You know, the analogy of the butterfly and the string out of your butt and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's all really nice, but I want my old life back. So Pisces is a little melancholy. So you might find this this week you're feeling a little melancholy or you're connecting with people that you hadn't heard of or heard from. Because remember, Venus is also retrograde, right? And And she and Neptune are dancing and Mercury and Neptune are dancing. So it's the same old sad song, or this is a sad song. And there's a there's a moment at the end of Hades Town where Hermes says, you know, I told you it was a sad song. I told you it was going to be a sad story. And he said, but the spring comes, which is what the energy of Pisces is. The spring will come, but it's a little bit sad, a little bit tinged, a little bit, a little bit softer, and maybe a little bit of regret. 
people are making plans. We're going to be released here in New York. <laughs> my friend has, my friend Kathy's had her mother's car. Mother's are in her 90s, and her mother thinks she can still drive. So Kathy took the car, <laughs> and it's parked here in New York. Now, we have this thing called alternate side of the street parking where you have to move the car every couple of days, which has been suspended for basically two months. <laughs> well, the mayor unsuspended it it's starting tomorrow. We have to move the cars. So she had to move the car today for the first time in two months because her mother goes, would you bring me my car back? And Kathy's like, nope. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so she got to move the car. It's like we're kind of sort of back, but kind of sort of not. You know, so when I was out walking around, I'm like, well, it's kind of like a nice Sunday, but there's just not as many people, right? You know, there were people, there were dogs barking at each other. There were kids on scooters. Of course, everybody's wearing a mask because we're a well-behaved city. Um, at least my neighborhood's well-behaved. And, um but yeah, that energy of okay, we're moving forward, we're moving forward. But like it's Pisces, Pisces fish, Pisces. Where are we going? We don't really know. We don't really know what it's going to look like. We don't know, and that's okay. You know, I've had a lot of conversations with people about sitting in their own lack of knowing, right? And you know, these energies are very much about you listening to your own inner authority, right? Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter in Capricorn are all saying, look at your authorities. Look at the structures that you thought were in place to help you, support you, take care of you. How are they doing? Do you trust them? And the one beautiful thing about this kind of energy, it's very alchemical. It's very transformative. We're, you know, we're in the midst of this big transformation, and we are not anywhere near done with it, people. We're doing this till February. Um, easily, maybe longer. But we're at the moment of a breath. We're at the moment of a, oh, okay. As it all shifts and changes, as everything says, oh, let's go back to January. Let's see what you learned. Let's see what you figured out. Let's see how conscious you became on this journey about who's the, what's the truth for you. What's the truth in the world? And again, everybody does have their own truths. We have 12 signs. We, I remember teaching at one point, I uh, was teaching at a place called Catherine Gibbs. It's a secretarial training school here, and one of my old customers recruited me to uh, um, come and teach computers at lunch. And so I was talking to the woman who was in charge of the library, which was a, a lovely lady. And I said, well, there's, you know, there's 12 kinds of learning because there's 12 Mercuries. And she was like, what? And I kind of went through the Mercuries. And so what she did was, she, you know, which Mercuries work well with an air delivery system, right? The people talking at you while you're sitting quietly. If you've got Mercury in Taurus, you know, you need to do it. you got a Mercury in Aries, you got to jiggle your leg and run around and do it, right? So every, every Mercury has a different way of processing. So all these planets process in different ways. All these ideas process in different ways. We, we think of different things as we're working with this energy. And so as we're working with our own chart or working with the charts of our, our friends and our neighbors and our country and our leaders, they're going to have their way of doing it and thinking and talking, and you're going to have yours. And this week, when Mercury is talking to Neptune and Venus is talking to Neptune, what you want to do is go because it's Gemini, right? Mercury and Venus are in Gemini. Venus is retrograde, and she's out of bounds, and Mercury's out of bounds. So you want to kind of go, is that the truth? Am I, am, are you telling me the truth? 
and is it true to me, right? I was talking to a woman earlier today, and she's like, I'm learning to listen to my instincts. I'm like, that's really good. <laughs> instincts are really our friend. And our instincts are really important here when we're out of the crazy and we're out of the wild and we're out of, we're in our quiet space and we're listening to our instincts. They talk to us. And that is one of the beauties of the world being so silent these days is we're actually able to hear her. We're actually able to hear our inner voices. So it's important. This is a week of listening to that inner voice, watching for a little guidance, Things are starting to reverse and go back. We're re, re, reopening, right? <laughs> um, redoing, revising, revisiting, readjusting the way we've done our work, our business, our structures forever. It seems like what we used to do. And now as we re, we then, when we get to the fall, we go forward with the new version. So this is the adjusting time, right? And we need to be flexible here. I want you to think about, well, how would I adjust this if I could? Or what would I adjust it to? Because Mars in Pisces is also, in, in addition to spreading the virus everywhere, he is also, what, am I, what is the dream, because Pisces is the dream, I want to Mars take action on. So I want you kind of thinking about what the dream will be down the road a piece, not pinning it to a date. Don't say in October, because it's not going to happen in October. Just say when this is on, when I'm on the other side of this, which is when you will know. Right? So here in New York, we're opening county or region by region based on our numbers, because we have a Saturn Sun governor <laughs> with a lot of Capricorn in its chart. And so listening to that, paying attention to it, paying attention to the details, because Mercury is out of bounds. He's really spotting the details. Venus is out of bounds, but she's going backwards. And both of them are talking to Neptune. So they're both going to start talking to you about the dream this week. And it may not be ready, but a lot of time, you know, I've been saying to people, hey, when we get the pause, when we get to release in June, July, to go back out into the world before Mars sends us back home again in August, September, October, November, December, remember, keep buying your food. I One client today, she says, we're going to move to Iceland. I'm like, great plan, move to Iceland. I think that's a great idea. Her husband's Icelandic, I guess that's the right name. And, you know, is everybody's this little two-week, two-month gap, we're going to be released, and things move. Everybody swirls and moves. It's kind of like a game of musical chairs. Remember, Mars and Pisces, Pisces is music, Mars is moving. It's musical chair month. Two months, musical chair, two months. You know, when the music stops, you're going to have to sit down again. <laughs> you want to think about where you want to sit down because the energy is picking us up and making us move. It's a, it's a big week, but it's a week where we're going to feel like, come out. Remember the scene in the um, Wizard of Oz when Glinda lands and she goes, come out, come out, wherever you are. And all the little munchkins, you know, come out and they look at Dorothy they look at Glinda and they go, is it okay? And then they have that big party. Don't do the party unless you're socially distancing. But come out, come out, come out, come out. And if you don't leave your house, come out, come out in your dream, in your thing. And listen to music this week, Mar this next couple of weeks. Mars and Pisces, all these aspects to, to Mercury, to Neptune. Find a new artist. Listen to new music that you haven't heard before. Kind of catch it. Kind of fill it. Kind of free it. 
pay attention. Look, look for inspirational things. Go watch that graduation where different people spoke to the kids that aren't having a real graduation. They're, they are graduating, but they're not having the walk down the aisle and getting it. Like, what is the dream? What is the action you want to take? What is the best you can be? What, what, what can you be? What can you do better? What is your, what's your vision? You know, let's not get stuck in the ways of the old. You're having this whole new thing. It's not going to go back. Can't go back. That's gone. News coming. New is coming. Trust that. And we'll move towards that with an open heart and a little bit of love and a song in your pocket. Moons in Aries. The beginning. Moons in Taurus. What do you love? Moons in Gemini. Talk about it. That's the week. Ready? Here comes the days. Okay, so right now the moon is in Aries. Busy day. It'll be in Aries tomorrow, the 18th. It'll go void in the afternoon on the 19th, 4.33 p.m. And it goes void with uh, a nice square to Jupiter. So it's a little overdoing, but that's okay. And then it goes into Taurus, void Tuesday evening, goes into Taurus, 10.10 p.m., Tuesday night. And then it's in Taurus on Tuesday night. Excuse me, all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, and it goes void at 4.04 a.m. with a trine to Jupiter. Ah, that's pretty juicy. Very fertile, very abundant, very growing. Then it's void 4.01 to 9.36 a.m. in the morning. These are all Eastern times. And then on Friday morning, the uh, we have a new moon on Friday morning. Actually, Friday afternoon, 1.39, there'll be a new moon webinar on the 20th, Wednesday the 20th. We'll send you a reminder, but it'll be on the 20th. We haven't put it up yet, so don't go looking. Um, and then it goes into Gemini on the morning, Friday morning, the 22nd. And it's in uh, Gemini all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And it goes void at 7.09 Sunday morning with a conjunction to Mercury. Lots of good ideas. Void all day Mercury, the 24th. And then it goes into Cancer Sunday night at 7.09. Uh, 9 p.m., where it then is in Cancer on Memorial Day Monday, and uh, Tuesday it goes void, the Tuesday the 26th it goes void at 9.06 p.m. with an opposition to Jupiter. So this next weekend is Memorial Day coming up. Also a nice juicy new moon in Gemini. The sun goes into Gemini this week on uh, Wednesday. And again, remember when the sun's in Gemini, he answers to Mercury. Mercury's out of bounds. Mercury's in an aspect with Neptune. Might not be telling the truth. <laughs> you might have to like look around and check your sources because Gemini has this energy. The busy days this week, it's actually kind of a quiet week in terms of aspects, and the closing aspects are pretty nice. So except for um, except for Tuesday, where the moon squares uh, Saturn and Jupiter, and um, uh, early, you know, squares Saturn and Jupiter on Tuesday. So moon in Aries squares Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn, right? So that's a little bit argumentative, but that's like the only day that's kind of crabby. And then we have a lot of Neptune this week with Venus squaring Neptune and Venus and the, and the moon meeting, Venus and Mercury meeting up and Venus squaring Neptune. So a lot of Neptune. Neptune also makes us very emotional. A lot of emotions running in this in this energy. Um, and then the weekend, uh, Saturday is a little mixed bag. You know, it's a little yes and a little no, but it's not a, generally a bad day. And then forward. So this week the sun is, of course, right now in Taurus, 27 Taurus, and he's going to go into three Gemini. He shifts into Gemini on May 20th. 
he has a little bit of an argument on the 19th. That's going to be every time that happens, the Sun Saturn up, you know, contra parallel or Sun Saturn something. There's like a big person that gets wiped out uh, by the guy in charge of the country or the guy who thinks he's in charge of the country. Um, So we can expect a big firing on the 19th of somebody that everybody goes, oh, my God, but they're still fired. Um, Sun has a hard aspect to the nodes on the 19th where we're going to have a little adjusting energy. Sun is also at the anoretic degree. And remember, remember, Taurus is the sign of dictators. So you may find your inner dictator up and running the early part of this week. And everybody has one. Don't go saying you don't you're, you're, you don't have a dictator. Everybody's got a dictator. Sun goes into Gemini on the 20th and then has really nice trines to Athena and Saturn who are uh, both going backwards at this point. And um, that's on the 21st and the 22nd. So that's really good ideas, practical ideas. And it has a really gift of brilliance on the 23rd. That'll also be my sister's birthday. So that's nice. Uh, Mercury this week is going from 12 Gemini to 25. So he's going about two degrees a day. Um, Now, he is going to be slowing down a little bit because he's going to have a retrograde eventually. But he is whipping along, 12 Gemini to 25. So he's basically setting off everything in your chart between 12 and 25. And he's in Gemini, so he's chatty and he's communicative and he's bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop. And he's carrying the news, as my aunt would say, bop 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 So he's having hard aspects to Jupiter, Athena, and Saturn. So he's carrying hard news. That said, he is out of bounds, so we're going to be in, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the hard news. He has a biquintile to Pluto on the 21st, which is a good idea. He meets up with Venus on the 22nd. So Mercury and Venus are buddies. They're both out of bounds. They're both playing and having a good time. And, you know, this can be a hearing from old ghosts, old boyfriends, old girlfriends, old people that you loved. You know, my case I heard today from my friend, uh, Shelly, you know, that Ellen was really sick. So, um, and I posted it on Facebook, and then a couple people that knew Ellie, knew Ellen from Facebook posted and said, oh, my God, I, you know, and she was posting lots of stuff up until the 30th of April. So that's pretty fast, you know, 15 days, 17 days. Yeah, world changes in an instant. That's what we're learning with this stuff. Um, Mercury has a quintile to Chiron, which is a healing opportunity on the 22nd and he also squares neptune which is kind of an aha moment and then he has a semi-square to uranus that's a little bit of a stomp 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 right a little stress around how to do stuff and he also is sextile um eris the goddess of discord in terms of new direction and where we're going and he also is in a hard aspect to pluto on on the 25th uh, that's next Monday, which Mercury in conjunct Pluto is a lot about, you know, how am I going to take adjustment or move things in a way that works better for me? Um, so Mercury, you know, very chatty in Gemini, out of bounds, very communicative, a little bit, maybe a little over the top in his communications, but that's okay. Um, this is this is also when there's like a Twitter gaffe or when, or when they do a Twitter thing and everybody gets like, oh my God, Twitter, you know, Twitter goes crazy, right? You know, whatever. Um, out-of-bounds planets make Twitter go crazy. That's, a, you know, that not in any astrology book. That's observational astrology. Uh, Venus this week, um, she is, of course, retrograde, and she is out-of-bounds, and she has a square to Neptune on the 20th. So that is very emotionally juicy. Now, sometimes with Neptune being in Pisces, these planets can get a little paranoid, right? Pa- Pisces 
Pisces rules paranoia too. Not that you're wrong necessarily. I'm not saying you're you're incorrect in your paranoia, but it makes you a little anxious, makes you pop a little ang- extra anxiety more than you normally have. And so if that happens, because Mercury and Venus are both personal planets, um, you want to kind of say, wow, that's really interesting because it's a square. right? So squares can make it feel a little bigger, a little more overwhelming. So if that happens with both Mercury and Venus squaring Neptune or aspecting Neptune, uh, and the sun does too, the sun aspects them on the 23rd. So Mercury is on the 22nd, Venus is on the 20th. So we've got a lot of Neptune this week. And Neptune is emotion, feeling, how we're doing, and it also is a little boundaryless. So I do find when we have these aspects, people's boundaries are a little more porous. They might come pouring into your land. You might have leaks and water and feelings and, you know, stuff like that that kind of makes you swirl off. That's all That's all Neptune. Um, we also have Venus in a biquintile to in a quint, biquintile to Jupiter, quintile to Chiron, and a biquintile to Pluto. So Venus is um, remember she's going backwards, so she's going to have another one in a couple weeks when she goes forward. So biquintiles are like like gifts and like really good ideas. So I'm I'm going to encourage you to take the Venus and the Mercury and the Sun aspects to Neptune and come up with a really good idea. Don't pin it on a date like it's going to happen on the tenth. Pin it on a, when we get to it, we're going to do it. It's a great week for inspiration. It's a great week for good ideas, visualizing, coming up with like what could be. That's the positive use of this energy. The lower form is paranoia, anxiety, and sometimes too many cocktails. I actually, when I was at the grocery store today, you know, I don't normally drink unless I'm out for dinner with someone and I'll have like half a glass of wine. I bought a bottle of wine today at the grocery store, and I thought, well, all right, put it in the refrigerator, and I, thought, and I came home, and then I prepped this, and I thought, oh, that's why I bought the wine. <laughs> all this Neptune in the sky, because, you know, I don't, I don't really drink at home, you know, and I was like, wow, I bought a Neptune, okay. Um, and, of course, Ellen and I used to go to uh, Jimmy Buffett concerts, and, uh, of course, his song Margaritaville, right, so a lot of Neptune this week. Probably drink the bottle of wine. I'll let you know next week if I drank it. Uh, Mars this week, of course, is, as I mentioned before, he's in Pisces, and he's swimming along, and he has an adjustment to relationships. He has a new beginning around how he connects and creates and what he does. And then he has a sextile to Uranus and Taurus on the 25th. So he's just going from 5 to 8 to 9, right? And he does have an adjustment to how we take care of ourselves. Um, so Mars sextile Uranus is a pretty fertile aspect and encouraging. Um, Saturn is contraparallel Athena. Uh, that happens on the 22nd, the same day that other aspect happens where we're getting rid of somebody. So I'm, you know, I hate to make predictions like this, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Tony gets the boot this week. Tony Fauci. Uh, hopefully I'm wrong, but he's kind of our Mercury guy. And it does look like the king is mad at Mercury from these aspects. So we'll see what happens. Um, well, I don't know. We'll see. I hope I'm wrong. Because um, I do feel kind of comfortable with his guidance. <laughs> if it, you know, I mean, obviously he will still keep talking. He won't necessarily do it with the 
backing of the federal government. Uh, so anyway, Sun aspects Athena on the 22nd and has biquintile to Vesta, which is a lot of changing our home. Uranus is in the semi-square to Vesta on the 17th. That is a very restless aspect where uh, you're just feeling restless. And I mean, literally today, I went for the longest walk I've been on you know, since for the last two months, and I thought, I need to do this every day. So it's a restless, take action, get ready to go. And then, of course, today, uh, the 17th, Athena stations to go retrograde. Uh, and she's stationing at zero Aquarius, and she's now going to be moving backwards in a new direction and kind of starting a new story, right? Now, um, if I got you really upset with the Tony getting fired thing, I apologize. You know, hope I, you know, sometimes I hope I'm wrong. I, I like, I actually like being wrong when it's not good news. Um, so at any rate, we'll see what happens. It's an interesting week. <laughs> I mean, really, when did when did you hear about Tony? I mean, some of you may have known about him, but we basically heard about him in January, right? So we're going back. We're going back. So we'll see what happens. Um, but it is it is a forward motion week. Except the planets are going back, but the, Mars is going forward. And Mars, of course, aspecting Uranus, brings us surprises, unexpected news, and new directions. So I wish you all a great, great week and a great Memorial Day. And I will be here next Sunday doing our reading, doing our little weekly weather. And uh, that's the world. We're working on it. Do your Saturn. Do your Saturn. I just did a podcast with Astrology Hug, Astrology Hub, actually, on doing your Saturn. And some of you bought it on my site, which is good, but I was a little less. But they, they kind of revamped it and did some new stuff. So it's available if you're trying to figure out what your Saturn is on their podcast, to uh, on their site to purchase. And we're about to have the noise here in New York. We, we all chant and sing at 7 o'clock. So I'm going to go sign off. And go get my cowbells and ring them out the wall, out the window, because my windows are open and my cowbells are ready to go. And I wish you all a great, a great, great spring, a joyful noise. Sun going into Gemini gives us the whole new direction. Can you hear them out there? Can you hear them? And it gets louder with honkings of horns and all sorts of stuff. So I have to go ring my bells, and I wish you all a great, great week. Have a good time. Bye-bye.